right. We're back with another one by Popular Demand, uh, inspired by True Event Sports Podcast here. We got my boy Neil, Phil, and Kenny. Um, we're back, ready for, what is it, week 12? Week 12. Yes, sir. It's a lot of put up or shut up time right now, uh, later in the season. Uh, it's coming down to the end there. So how you guys doing today? Not too bad. Terrible. Just lost another PS5. I can't complain <laughs> at all. Again. Life is good. Life is I won't good. complain. Life is good. What, you, what y'all looking forward to for uh, for Thanksgiving here coming up? Oh, these mashed potatoes. Food. I've been drinking about that motherfucker since November 1st. Hey, Food. Okay. Your mom making them uh, pistachio cookies? No, nah, that's Christmas. Oh! Bro, tomorrow's, tomorrow's pumpkin cookies. I'll never forget those. The pistachio cookies <laughs> be hitting. Be hitting every time. But, um... All right, so, yeah, like I said, we got week 12 coming up. It's it's packed with a lot of good stuff. Obviously, Thanksgiving is here. Um, we got the 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 OGs playing again. It's the, the Cowboys and Lions. They play every year. Um, Phil, what, uh, what happened with the picks last week as far as us picking? So the right surprising. teams in the pick them. Surprisingly, Lawrence had the best week out of all of us. He I don't picked- think I even got one right. He picked um he was four and one last week. Oh damn. Right. Unbelievable. <laughs> of course, of course, this is the week that Lawrence was good. Yeah, um, yeah. And then me and Kenny tied at two and three last week. And then Neil was one and four. One and four, yeah. yeah you got one right. <laughs> I got the Rams game. That's it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. hey, Shout two. out to golf. I looked at that one. Right. Oh man. So what y'all what y'all think about the pick so far? Like, especially last week. Why why'd y'all pick the teams y'all pick? Why why'd you t- pick I pick my teams based I- off of how they treat me? <laughs> <laughs> so emotional. Mo- I-, I go based off emotion and stats. Instead of lot. So wait, whoa, 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 Time out. Rewind, rewind. Stats are logic. Emotion yeah, but, is emotion, so you're logical. But I don't really go off logical stats. It's just stats that you really wouldn't pick a game off of. Right, like, like, I can like, find a stat to tell you why I was right and what I picked. Like, that's what right. I do. <laughs> like, right. like exactly. you know how they say numbers never lie? No, numbers always lie if you're Kenny Lacey because I'll find you a number to tell you why I'm right, guaranteed. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, so let's let's get right into the to the pick the pickups for Week 12. Um, Thanksgiving is coming. Uh, obviously, it's tomorrow. Um, and we got the – we got uh, – as far as the games go, um, we got the Texans and Lions – um, this is for the pickums for this week that we picked. Um, we had the Texans and Lions, the football team and the Cowboys, Colts and Titans, Seahawks versus the Eagles, and then Ravens and Steelers were supposed to be on Thanksgiving, but they moved to Sunday. Flexed them. Yeah, flexed them to give them more time. So it helps out the NFL's ratings. Yep. Um, I think the Steelers still won that game anyway, but for sure. I don't think it matters. Um, so let's let's get right into the Ravens and Steelers. Um, who do you guys think is going to take that game? Um, I'll, uh, I'll start us off here. Yeah, go ahead. Um, you got, you got a little division matchup here. It's always tough when these two teams play each other, man. It's that rivalry, that old school rivalry. It used to be, you know, how it used to be defense against defense all the time. It'd be like 10, 10, 7, 4, 7, 5 games. Um, not anymore. It's more offense now. Both these teams, really. Uh, I, I don't know how the Ravens are going to look. That's the that's hard. It's hard to pick this game because I don't really know how the Ravens are going to look. 
their whole freaking team has COVID or is injured or whatever they got going on. And that's the main reason why the NFL flex them, I think, to give them time to recuperate for the ratings. They don't want to watch. Nobody wants to watch the undefeated Steelers take on a second team Ravens. Um, yeah, they're missing both of their starting running backs too. Yeah. And Ingram and Dobbins. Yeah, exactly. Um, I I don't know. I don't I don't really see I just don't see the the greatness of the Baltimore Ravens that we saw last year. Um we've said it a couple times on the podcast. Is it Lamar? I don't know. That defense, is it the defense? I don't know. Um they definitely got hit with the injury bug too this year for sure. Um but Steelers, I don't know, man. It's hard to pick against an undefeated team. Uh I'm gonna go Steelers 28-20 in this game here. Uh, I'm gonna go next here. Um, I think I think the Steelers take this one um, comfortably. Um, they're already amped up. They're doing TikToks after every game. Um, it's pretty childish to me, but it is what it is. They're all young anyway. But I think um, I think the Steelers take this uh, by at least two possessions, um, at least ten points, probably, um, maybe even more. Um, and I think the Ravens, I think their problem is that the roster is showing the flaws. Lamar Jackson was able to hide the flaws last year with his athleticism, and he the roster can no longer hide behind him because he's going to have to have, have the passes go down vertical. He has nobody to get separation besides Brown, and Brown, is, when he catches the ball and gets hit, he's like a glass man. So at some point, you're going to have to address the receiver problem and they need to change up the playbook a little bit instead of it being pistol, full house, read option. That shit's not going to work in the league when you got DNs that are 6'6 six, six and run 4'4s. Four it's not going to work. So I think Steelers take this game. Yeah, I got the Steelers by uh, double digits. Um, I'm just – I'm not sold on Baltimore at all this year. Um, last year they were great, but I think it might have been fool's gold because the, the book is out on them. We've been saying it um, – they, they, their offense is Lamar Jackson. Let's be real; like they, they have no other weapons on there. It, Mark Andrews was their guy last year, and now everyone has that settled. You're not going to win a game when your number one receiving threat is. A, well, I mean, some teams have their tight ends number one receiving threat, but Mark Andrews isn't the guy that's going to do that. He's not athletic enough compared to some of these other guys. And just an interesting stat here. I feel like Neil um, since week four of last year. Like, I mean, Mike Tomlin is clearly. I'd say he's probably the best coach in the NFL. Since week four of last year, the Ravens are 18 and five, the Chiefs are 18 and five, and the Steelers are 18 and five. The only difference is the Ravens had MVP Lamar Jackson, the Chiefs obviously had Patrick Mahomes, and for how many of those games? For all but 10 of those games, Mike Tomlin played with Mason Rudolph and Duck Hodges. So what Mike Tomlin has done in Pittsburgh is crazy. So I think you give him a healthy Ben Roethlisberger against that Ravens team, and it's an easy one. Definitely. I agree. I honestly don't know how to feel about this because somebody's telling me that the Steelers undefeated streak isn't going to last forever. Like, maybe Baltimore gets lucky and wins a game because this this could be – where is it at again? Is it at? It's in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. It's in Pittsburgh. Because, mm-hmm. I, I mean, the undefeated streak is – everyone's going to hype it up in the media, obviously, and there's going to be that one game where they kind of, you know, try to – show out or, like, kind of um, let it lose or something like that. So, you know what? Actually, yeah. I just don't see the Steelers losing this game. They have way too much momentum, and the Ravens are obviously slipping on offense. So, 
I'm gonna say it's a lot. It's gonna be a lot closer game than expected. I'm gonna say the Steelers by touchdown. Just, just going off of that though, Phil, with the media hyping up, the media is actually not hyping up the Steelers. This might be the most disrespected 10 and 0 team I've ever yeah. seen before. Like yeah. every time they get a chance, they say this team isn't really that good. This team is really that good. Granted, they might not be the best undefeated team I've ever seen, but they yeah. are 10 and 0. Like, let's stop acting yeah, like, like even, even though they're playing close games against bad teams, like they're still beating them. Like we have good teams that lose to bad teams. Like they're still mm-hmm. finding ways to win even when they play bad. Yeah. That's why I was kind of like shaky on making this pick. Yeah. The whole that's, playing, that's... playing close games against bad teams. Cause they might actually, you know, Slip up that one game and lose, and this game might be the game, but probably not. Yeah, and I, uh, the Steelers did something interesting. They're fourth in defense. Defense wins championships, and they're twenty first in offense. So shout out to that trade for Minka, greatest trade ever. Everyone laughed at them for last year. Heist. That was a high, that, that was yes. a fleece. Like they, <laughs> yeah. like they gave up a first round pick for him. Yeah. Like who was drafted in the first round last year that? On defense, you'd say it's better than him right now. But but, that, but honestly, they both benefited because oh yeah, Steelers does the Steelers benefited because obviously the defense was revived, and then Dolphins are they're on the ground playoff right team. Right yeah, so, yep. Um, so going from there, um, let's go into shit. We're gonna have to go talk about them. They won't go away. <laughs> they won't go away. The NFC East. They just won't go away. Like three win team. Versus a three-three-one team. You got the football team. This is game of the week. And this is that's a big one here. Oh boy! It really, it really is probably game this of the week. This is a big one here. It's insane. Two three-one teams, and it's game of the week. They're playing for first place. I'm, Nuts. I'm gonna I'm gonna start off on this one. I'm gonna start off on this one. Oh, all right. So I'm so tired of the NFC East. Y'all all trash. If any of y'all <laughs> NFC East fans are watching this, just please stop talking about your team. It's over. It's no. There's no next year. They're gonna be in the playoffs. There's no next year. They're gonna be in the second round or the third round of the playoffs or in the Super Bowl. They're you. You probably won't see your team in the playoffs <laughs> in the next five years. None of the like one person's got to win, obviously, but they're never gonna make it past the first round. None. I don't see none of those teams making it past the first round in, in the next five years. That's a bold NFC statement. is NFC is too crazy, too crazy for them to survive. But um, the football team, they have pieces. I think what they're missing is a quarterback that doesn't sure. have a prosthetic leg. No disrespect. <laughs> no disrespect. Great comeback. Great comeback. But there's no way I'm sitting in that front office and allowing him to be the quarterback for my team. He's not mobile anymore, and it's a health risk. So why is he playing quarterback? You need I, me personally. I think you need to get somebody else because there's a lot of throws that he can't make because of what obviously his knee or his leg in general. So I think me personally, I think the Cowboys come out fired up. Um, but I think with Gibson, McKissick, Scary Terry, and that defense, I feel like they find a way to win the game. I'm taking the football team. Oh man, I uh, I'm gonna strongly disagree with Lawrence on that one. Um, the football team's good. Don't get me wrong; I mean they're not good, but they do have pieces, like you said. Uh, I picked the Cowboys to make the playoffs out of, the, out of this division, um, and you could kind of see why uh, off the game last week. 
Andy Dalton can still play quarterback. He's definitely a QB one in this league. Uh, they have pieces. I mean, they got that rook. He, that dude is good. He's for real. And that defense is really kind of non-existent. The that that uh, that Cowboys defense, but. If they have to, I feel like they could go out and make a stop. And plus, it's it's Washington. Let's not go crazy here. You know what I mean? They're not playing against they're not playing against the greatest show on turf. It's it's a Washington football team. They got to stop Gibson and they got to stop Scary Terry. That's really it. And JD McKissick coming out of the backfield. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Cow Cowboys here. Plus, I think their their record on Thanksgiving is pretty decent. So I'm gonna go Cowboys 27, uh, football team 20. I'm rolling with the football team. I picked them to win the division. So to win the division, you have to win division games. No better chance than to do it on national TV on Thanksgiving against a backup quarterback. So I'm rolling with the football team. And I think, like Neil said about Andy Dalton, right? I, like Neil said about Andy Dalton, I mean, Alex Smith is still a good quarterback in this league, too. He, I mean, he's playing on one leg, but he's done well in his last couple starts. I think that the football team has a good defense. They still have Scary Terry. Antonio Gibson and J.D. McKissick is a good enough running back tandem there. I think that they can they can be, beat this team and they can represent the NFC East in the playoffs. And I can't believe I'm saying that. If if listen if Gibson gets at least eighteen the opportunity to get at least eighteen carries, what he's done this season when he touches the ball that much is damage. Well, and Alex Smith is the checkdown god. So with JD McKissick and Antonio Gibson, like they thrive in this offense because they're gonna they're gonna touch the ball. The two of them are gonna get thirty touches at least combined. I'm gonna For sure. I'm gonna what you got, go, Phil? Uh, Dallas, just because I mean they, Dallas kind of weathered the storm the last two weeks. Now that Andy Dolan's back, mm -hmm. uh, Zeke had a good game. All the receivers had a good game. I'm guessing they're gonna try to build this momentum up and try to make a run, even though I don't see them actually making the playoffs, but. I just feel like they have thing. They have everything almost sort of together. They just need um, to have a couple games under Dolan, and they'll be kind of decent. So I have them winning by a field goal, a late field goal. Cowboys are 31-20 and one tie on Thanksgiving. That's pretty good. It's not bad. Uh, NFL, Atlanta is further east than Dallas. So could, like, we move to the NFC East and move Dallas to the South because – we got just as many wins as them. We could be fighting for a playoff chance right now, too. This is nonsense. <laughs> wow. That is unbelievable. That's He's bleeding. He's bleeding to the end. Don't run, compete. Don't run, compete. Man. You can't beat I'm them. Just saying, them. If, if everybody, if they get to make the playoffs at three ones, I want a chance at that. That's yeah, not fun. That's not fair. Hold on. If you're talking about you guys get to the East, we'll follow you. We right next That's to fine. You. That's fine. You'll never win. I'm just. I'm I'm just saying I don't think I don't think it's fair that we got a division with four teams with three wins. Like break it up. Let let someone else get some cupcake matchups too. Seriously. Oh, man. All right. So <laughs> crazy. All right. So going going from there. Um, but this is, this is the third game here. Um, we got the Seattle Seahawks against the Philadelphia Eagles. Birds. Oh Jesus. There's your NFC East. You know who going to no, I'll start, you start yeah, this I'll one. start this one off, man. And, put, and try to refrain I'll, from I'll start involving this one. the Rams. I'll start this one refrain off here. from holding talking the about the Rams. It's 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 listen, it's the Seattle Seahawks versus the Philadelphia Eagles. That's I'll start this one off here. Go ahead. Now, who do I want <laughs> to win this game? You know who I want to win this game. <laughs> I need them dirty birds to come out here and put on a show. I want them to win this game so bad. And Seattle? I, I hate, yeah. The, 
the, no, the no, dirty no, birds. The, the dirty birds. The, the, the dirty birds play in Atlanta. Oh, that's true. We got too many dirty birds in this league. There's only one. Philadelphia, I want to win this game, but I don't think they're going to win this game, and I don't think it's really going to be close. Uh, last year, last year there was wasn't this a playoff game last year? They're, they're in Philadelphia. That don't mean nothing. Good. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let let Carson get booed by his own fans. <laughs> um, this game, I, I really, I really need Philadelphia to win this game, obviously, so we can get some distance from Seattle at the top of the NFC West. Um, but I don't think it's going to happen. The Eagles are bad. Carson Wentz is really bad this year. He, I mean, he cannot stop turning the ball over. The dude just throws picks. He throws fumble, He fumbles the ball. It's crazy. It's I, that pick that that pick six that he threw in Cleveland. It was terrible. That was what are you doing? Like I know you got hit, but get the throw the ball away. You can feel it, the pressure coming. Throw the ball away. I'm gonna go Seattle 34, Philadelphia 21. This, this game's over. It's a blowout. Seattle's gonna show out the dirty the Eagles blowout. <laughs> bad. Yeah. It was a bad. See, I feel better about the tight end thing now. After like, all right, I got for me. I think like I'm I'm gonna piggyback off what Neil said. Um, I don't think the Eagles even have moly a chance. They're gonna make. They're gonna well, make that this, Seattle gonna, defense is real bad. Let's real, just remember I, that. I was about to say that Philip. Uh, no, I was about to say Philip Rivers. Carson Wentz is gonna make that defense look real good. Top oh, you think they're gonna <laughs> top ten? <laughs> they're gonna look top ten Sunday okay. or Monday? Monday, my fault. So I definitely got Seattle in this one. Um, I think Russ bounces back. He bounces back in front of everybody. Well, it's not gonna really be a bounce back because it's yeah. the Eagles, but I think he has a great game. And I just traded uh, for DK, so you know I'm watching that game. Hey, shout out! Hey, shout out to shout out to uh, what's the name for giving me that absolutely ridiculous trade? It just I I should have just took your team at this point, but uh, like I said, I got Seattle. Who you got, Phil? I'm gonna go with Seattle as well because they really needed that game last week against Arizona to you know kind of sell their things, and most importantly, that defense actually showed up for once. You know, they got stops, and they're looking to probably try to blow off the Eagles in this one to show that the defense is starting to make improvements. So I have the uh, Seattle winning by two touchdowns. Nice, nice. Yeah, I got Seattle on a blowout too. It's, this thing isn't going to be close, like, at all. It's just pitiful. It's just a matter of wh- when the Eagles are going to pull the trigger on getting rid of Carson Wentz at this point is what it seems like. I mean, you, you almost have to wonder too, like, is Jalen Hurts really not that ready? Like, we that we haven't even tried him out there, like, at all yet? Yeah. Like, because, because Carson – No way he's ready. That's like everyone. Oh, put in hurts. Well, clearly he can't be ready because if you're the the front office or the coaching staff in Philadelphia, you're going to try to put him in. That's exactly because since the division race is so close, if you have a quarterback that's better than what you have out there, he'd be in. He's not ready. So what does that tell you? You paid all that money to Carson Wentz, who was not your franchise quarterback, and you drafted Jalen Hurts in the second round, who's not ready. So they need a clean house there. Not just players. Front. Everybody's got to go. They got to blow it up. It's got to start over. So I mean, just just a quick numbers, <laughs> just a quick number stat on uh, Carson Wentz. He for the Eagles, it would actually cost them twenty million dollars yes. more to lose yeah. Carson Wentz than it would big to keep them. Cap it, big cap it. Yeah. So, yeah, so he Carson Wentz is the quarterback of the Eagles for the for the future. Um, oh yeah. And it's just because it's just because of money. It, they kind of, you know what I mean. That's the way the cap is right now. Do y'all think he's? Do y'all think? Do you feel like he's really that bad? So I don't know. This it's I, it's it's, it's funny I, because me personally, 
Me personally, I when I hear the Eagles fans complaining, you go ahead and put Hurts in there, and you're gonna do the same thing you're doing to Carson right. Wentz. It might be worse. So you're not gonna be, be happy. So Dude, right. he's not Aaron Rodgers, right? And he has not Patrick Mahomes. Not here. every quarterback. Like, you got to think about it this way. Not every single quarterback in the league can do what Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes do. Exactly. They don't right. have much to work with. What do they have to work with? Tyreek. Right. Obviously, uh, Pat Mahomes has Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. But – and Aaron Rodgers has probably the top five wide receiver in the league. But that's really it. They really don't have a run game. And they really don't have a good defense. So, you've got to ask Carson Wentz, who is only – he's still young. He has yeah. injuries. And he didn't play in a strong division in college. And he's coming out here, and he's playing with Travis Fulgham, uh, Dallas Goddard. Hey, what doesn't what's the name sound great right now? Nelson Aguilar. Shout out to you for killing in Las Vegas because psychotic fans didn't want you to play on their team. I mean, the list list of Philadelphia Eagles players that leave Philadelphia that actually perform well are because the fans are psychotic. Yes, I'm I'm friends. I'm friends with some of them. And they complained about NASA Aguilar so much. And then I watch him now, and he's on fire. Yeah. And Philadelphia Eagle fans are super nostalgic, and that's what kills them too. Like Deshaun Jackson. Oh, we need him back. We need him back. We need him back. He's yeah. way past his prime. But we got Deshaun Jackson back, so he needed Deshaun Jackson. Elshon Jeffrey. Oh, yeah, re-signed Elshon Jeffrey. He's old. He's past his prime too. Your defense, they're past their prime. The problem, they won the Super Bowl, and they want that same – they just want to keep running it back with those Doesn't guys. Work. You Doesn't got, you got like to re- – that. that's not how it works. There's a reason why Super Bowl teams <laughs> lose players after they win the yes, Super Bowl. I, the, the worst thing that could have happened – it's going to sound dumb, but the worst thing that could have happened to that Eagles team was winning the Super Bowl because they thought, oh, we did it with Nick Foles. All we're going to do is plug and play cards yeah, and once we'll be good again. If you would have lost, you would have seen moves happen. They won, yeah. so they said, we're just going to bring Wentz in and we're just going to keep this thing going. No, you needed to get younger guys on defense and get more weapons on offense, and you didn't do that. No. So Carson just, Wentz, that old, listen, listen, they need to start replenishing that old line too. Them guys are yes. like 35 years old, That's bro. exactly. No, seriously. Jason because Peter? they won them up. Yeah. Like he's old because he won them Jason Super Kelsey? Bowl, they're just, they're just wringing that shit dry. They're going to keep going. They're getting that, that last little bit of juice out of them. So just another, I mean, just we got to think also, Carson Wentz, was the MVP of the league before he tore yes. his ACL against the Rams? He was the he was the yes. star. <laughs> he was the front runner. I mean, he was clear and cut MVP yes. of the league. And that was 100%. was that the year they won the Super Bowl? Yes, that, that was, was the same year they won the Super Bowl, yeah. right? So let's not forget about that. But also you got to think about something kind of to piggyback off that. Nick Foles under Chip Kelly took the lead by storm that one year. And right. had an MVP caliber season too, through what forty touchdowns and three or five interceptions. So it's just like quarterbacks can have. What was their record? At, but the, they, well, sure. they were a playoff team that year. Yeah, they, they made the they playoffs. Were. But I, and also Carson Wentz, you could all. I mean, obviously, obviously, this is kind of a bad comparison, but kind of like Trent Dilfer, you you have a you have a really good season. Trent Dilfer won the Super Bowl, and then. What happens after that? It's the the tape is out on you. You're you were good. Now beat you, beat the tape. The problem is these young quarterbacks come in and they take the league by storm and everyone's ready to crown them. Okay, cool. They had a great year. Now let's see what they can do when the other team knows what they're gonna do. Baker Mayfield, for example, came in was hot. Baker's been an average quarterback ever since. You gotta be able to beat what teams are throwing at like when a team knows you're gonna do, you still gotta be able to beat them. And that's what we haven't seen from Carson once yet. I, before anybody writes Carson Wentz off, oh, I'm not writing him off. Before anybody no, writes Carson Wentz off, I want to see Carson Wentz in an offense first. 
Carson You put Carson Wentz Phil, over. Phil, like, what at? Phil, how do you feel? Wentz in Atlanta, him? Kenny. Oh yeah, yeah. Phil, how do you feel about Carson Wentz and and him being on the Eagles? He needs, like you said, the O line's aging. He's running for his life almost every play. He, I still believe he can be a successful quarterback. He just needs a better team around him. You know, for sure. Jeffrey, yeah. like everyone said, all these weapons are expired. Ertz is in gone. Ertz needs to be gone. Peters needs to be gone. Uh, Brooks needs to be gone. Kelsey gone. Alshon Jeffrey, DJack, the whole roster. Yeah. Get the, the him out. But, offensive, but, offensive line member is probably Brandon Brooks, and that's pretty much it. Brooks has been hurt for yeah for so long. Their yeah. whole uh, offense. Lane Johnson. Hurt. Lane Johnson's been hurt. hurt every year. Yeah. So is Peters. He gets he hurt did, every did, year. Need to chip. Yeah. Off so you can't. You can't get rid of Kelsey. Kelsey is probably. Top three center in the league. You really can't get rid of Kelsey. That's your that is your focal point. Of your offensive line. Uh-huh. You that's going to cost a lot of money to replace a caliber right. center like Kelsey. But see, we're all saying you can't give up on once. But the problem is the city of Philadelphia they're is ready giving to. up on him, and they're yes, ready they to give up on him. And it looks like the team is ready to give up on once, just because they haven't really done much to, to help him out either. So nope. it, it's tough to believe that this team really wants to help Carson Wentz thrive. When we they haven't seen don't have do money to, to do it. Well, right. They don't have money to do it because they throw mm. all the money at Carson once instead of rebuilding after the Super Bowl year. They threw mm. money at aging guys and Carson once and said, right. let's just run this shit back. It's that yep. classic Super Bowl hangover that every team mm-hmm. has. Exactly. Yep. After. Yep. We got another game to pick, don't we? Yes, we do. <laughs> we got two more. Um, so going from there, we got for Thanksgiving, we have the Texans and the Lions. Oh, boy. I'll go. Yeah, um, I I just I love everything about Deshaun Watson. I think that he's good enough to just beat the Lions because the Lions are not a good football team. Deshaun <laughs> um, Watson. Yeah, so I'm I'm gonna go with the Texans. I think it's gonna be a really close game. Which even though it's gonna be probably not a great game, it's gonna be a good game for us to watch tomorrow because it's gonna be a close one. I think that Deshaun Watson and Stafford are gonna get into a little shootout. And uh, I th- just think Deshaun Watson ends up pulling it out because he just he can do so much. And that Lions team is just – they're just bad. I mean, J- uh, Jim Caldwell was, what, 9-7 and seven his last year there. And you fire him and you bring in Matt Patricia to get over the hump. And he ain't had more than five wins yet. And when they ask him why, he says, we had a lot of work to do when I came here. You're a 9-7 and seven team. What do you mean you had a lot of work to do? And then you they're run just the top corner out of, out of town. Yeah, they're they're just pitiful there, and it's time to get rid of Matt Patricia and, and probably the GM there too. They gotta it, get them out. Yeah, yeah. and it's, it's I was about to say to add on, I'll go next. Ed sucks to watch Matt Stafford. He's one of the Such most a good quarterback. quarterbacks in the league, and Such we just, a good quarterback. And he he doesn't get a nod all the time because every time we see him, he's coming into the stadium in a wheelchair, but he still plays. Almost he tries to play almost every week. Another quarterback that never really has weapons. Never had. Ever. ever. He had Calvin Johnson, and, and they well, only give Calvin, Calvin Johnson, Johnson Golden it. Tate. Well, no, he's got he's got the piece. He's got pieces. Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones and Galladay's always hurt. Galladay's they never, good. They never protect him, though, and they never give him a run game. Although they did finally get him DeAndre Swift, but they've never Swift. given him a run game. Um, But I'm, I'm going to um, – for me, I think um, – I think – I think if Galladay plays this game, he's not. He's out. He's out. All right, they just lose. so just so you I guys know. I don't know. If, I don't know. In case anybody doesn't know, uh, the, the Lions already ruled out Galladay, Danny Amendola. Uh, they're they're starting defensive end. They're starting cornerback and a starting defensive lineman. 
and another starting and Swift quarterback. is questionable and still. Swift is questionable. Yeah, he's going to clear along it with, along with two other starting members of the defense. Yeah, now he's gonna, he's going to clear he's going to clear it though. The cold concussion. It wasn't that bad last week. Um, but I'm I, I'm going to take the Texans then with all that uh, going on. Um, and take them. The by, Texans just by, placed by, uh, by Randall Cobb on IR, I believe, as well. Mm-hmm. Is on yeah. as well, so I'm taking uh, Texans by 14. I'm gonna um, go with Texans as well. As you can see from Kenny's background, they came off with another W. Sad to see, but they obviously were the better team that week, and it just it's just hard. It's just hard to not pick a. It's hard to pick the Lions this week because it's gonna be a public shootout, just like they said. It's gonna be the Lions doing well. The fourth quarter comes along. They ended up blowing a lead, probably late, maybe like a, two minutes left and maybe one and a half. It's probably going to be uh, Texans by four. That's what I'm going with. A late touchdown by Deshaun Watson wins the game. I I just – I can't pick the Lions this week. It's, there's too many injuries on that team right now. I mean, it's going to be Matthew Stafford throwing the ball to, to Hawkinson and a, a Marvin Jones and a, a limping Swift. Um, the, the defense is not going to show up. They got a lot of injuries, a lot of holes right now. And I think Deshaun Watson is going to pick them apart. Uh, the weapons, I'm, he's finally starting to get some rapport with Brandon Cooks. It's starting to look good. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to go. I'm going to have to go Houston. I'm going to go Houston 27, Lions 17. And I, I, I don't even, how many points did Detroit score last week? I don't even zero. Or did, 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 did they kick a field goal late? No. no, it was zero. Okay. They, they, I think 24-0. Off, yeah, they're coming off a zero, a zero point showing as well. So, Detroit, get them out of here. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, this quick here, I know we went over the NFC East, um, and we're just talking about them because obviously there was, what? One more game left? Two of them are, two of them are playing this week. We got to pick the Colts and the Titans. Colts, oh, my goodness. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yep. Colts and Titans. Battle I'm not. I'm going Cows. first. I'm going first, and I'm not picking <laughs> against Philip Rivers. That's I'm not picking against Philip Rivers ever again the rest of the year. <laughs> if Philip Rivers is in this pick'em, I'm picking him to win the game. Because the I, I gave I gave them I don't one, care. I gave them one and a half last week. Plus one good and for a half. You. I got, got the good Col- for you. I got the Colts twenty four. I got the Titans ten. Wow, good for you! But I'm I'm going with I'm going with Tennessee. I'm an idiot. It's the same game as two weeks ago. I'm not picking against Philip Rivers anymore. I am. I'm picking against Philip Rivers again this week. I'm going with (laughs) with the Titans. I think they're hot. I think well, I don't think they're hot, but I think that they're rolling. They got momentum. They just beat the Ravens. They're gonna do their thing, and they're gonna beat the they're gonna beat the Colts. Colts are number two defense. In the league, that's nice. You know who number one is? Fourteenth overall, not the number one team in the NFC. How about that? Shut up. Anyway, <laughs> the fourteenth, fourteen. Yeah, you like that? Yeah, you like that? Yeah, fourteenth like <laughs> overall offense. So for me personally, after watching that game last week and putting a bet down on them at one and a half, I'm taking the Colts and Old Man Rivers, Titans. Titans don't got it. Let's go, baby. Got it. Let's the go. Titans, Old Man Titans. Rivers. I'm picking if I don't Titans care what it is. It. If I, if, the, if the Colts make the playoffs, which they probably will, I'm picking them to win the Super Bowl. Hey, listen. Shout out to shout out to Chris Simmons, man. He he be blabbling about the the Colts for years, and they're finally here. 
the finally hair. Yeah, no, but you can't get. Wait, wait, wait. Time out. No, not shout out to Chris Simmons because he's the same man that's been calling for Philip Rivers' job all season. And Philip oh, yeah. Rivers might be the only reason that offense has stayed afloat. So, no, it. I'm not giving him his credit. That's I'm not it. giving him his credit because that's no, no. Just <laughs> Especially if you're not if you're not rocking with your QB, you can't be a fan. Yeah, no, you, sorry, no. You, you, listen, you've been you called for the man's job since the beginning of the year. He's uh, always in your offense to stay in the flow. No, nope, I'm sorry. I'm taking against Philip Rivers again. I'm Make sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Chris. I tried to I tried to give you a shout out. Kenny denied it, man. But um, yeah, like I said, I think um, after watching last week and watching him persevere, and they have two quarterbacks coming in. I don't know if they're going to continue that because uh, Jacoby was coming in in the middle of the game, they were pretty much first to second down. Or no, it was it first? I think it was first to second down. Jacoby came in third down. Phillip came well, in. Rivers was banged up last week. He's still questionable this week. I mean, he's going to play, but I think yeah. that's why that was going on. Oh, okay. All right. I thought, I thought it was good. They were, wrong, they were moving the ball though. Like either way, either way. And shout out to Hines. Is a first as a starting quarterback in this league. Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. 100%. I'm going to get a call. He'll give us time. He'll get his time. I'm gonna go with um, Tennessee because I feel like this game is gonna they're gonna split the season series, and I feel like this division is gonna be up and down, like back and forth the whole year. So it's gonna be them switching um, leads one game, I mean one week, and then they're gonna have the lead um, next week. It's just gonna be a bunch of flopping around. So I'm gonna go with Tennessee to even up the season series this week. Bye. I feel good. Not only am I never picking against Phil Rivers again, I'm never picking against the Iceman Rodrigo Blankenship again. Never. <laughs> he feels nothing. He yo, feels wait. no pressure. Yo, yo, I saw a meme the other day, and I just – I had to laugh so hard. It was a picture of Rodrigo it? Blankenship with them goggles. Yo, yeah. And DK Metcalf <laughs> looking jacked us up. Yeah. And they said, what a great world we live in where both these both men these guys can be professional can in the same yeah. sport. Yeah, you that. know what? It's so that. true. Because, like, if I saw them walking down a hallway – you would, I'd never be able to tell you they get paid to do the same thing. <laughs> it's insane. Rodrigo Blankenship. I wish the Rams had Rodrigo Blankenship. <laughs> hey, man, don't sleep on – listen, don't sleep on the kickers and shit, man. There's some it's of the kickers and long man. snappers. There's some of the best, best athletes. Oh, in, for like, sure. On teams. Hello, young old cool, baby. <laughs> young way. Well, the ones that are – Who's your only points that, last week? The ones that are built. All right, easy there, killer. <laughs> Bums. Let us down. You're right. Uh, uh, You're right. They did. So, yeah, like going from there quickly here, um, who do you guys have for the NFC East taking taking the division and making the playoffs? Cowboys. Football got, team. The football team. What you got? Uh, Eagles. You got the Eagles? Got the Eagles. I, I, I went with them a couple of podcasts ago. I'm going to stick with them. Because I was told by someone I needed to stick with my – claims. So we don't flip-flop in here. No flip-flop. That's right. I, I, IBTE does not flip-flop. So oh, wait, wait. So, so y'all all got opposite people, right? You, you said Eagles. No, I said yeah. We all Giants. And I'm going, and now I'm going with the Giants because people are losing their, they lose their fucking mind over Daniel Jones. I like, I like how he play. Like he may make some mistakes. He's a leading rusher on that team. That is perfectly <laughs> fine. He's finding a way. He's finding oh, a way. On the, you feel me? The and they should have beat the Bucks. But that's another story. Um, so going from there, man, um, we were just talking about old man Rivers, 15 kids, 15 children, Rivers. He got a whole football team himself. Um, what do you guys feel about the him outplaying the Packers and Aaron Rodgers? I'm never picking against him again. That man, ageless. Did y'all, did y'all watch the game? 
Yeah. Well, see, this is, he did what Philip Rivers does. He he's a huge risk taker. Mm-hmm. It's just he's a gunslinger. Exactly. It's just you, you don't usually thing. like when he does it because it can bite you in the ass. Just but when it pays off, it's a wonderful thing. So that, that's that's been Philip Rivers' career in a nutshell, right there. Like he's had years mm-hmm. where he looks like he can be a top five quarterback. Like so, I, it, nothing he does surprises me. He has the talent to do it. Just I mean, hey. They're, they're proving me wrong this year. I didn't think they'd be this good. They are. And I think it's mostly because Philip Rivers continues to take chances. Three touchdowns in that game he threw and one interception. I mean, you give you give your defense, which is number two in the league, uh, Philip Rivers throwing three touchdowns plus whatever your running game does, it's going to be hard to beat them. Shout out to Frank Reich, though, for like letting Philip Rivers be a gunslinger, though, because you see a lot of these coaches now that want to reel their quarterbacks back. Like, oh, just don't make mistakes. That's no, it, we want to win the game. Right. Like, we want we want to win the game. Exactly. Like, yep. throw the ball 300 times. And yep. if you threw, throw 299 interceptions, if one of them was a touchdown that won the game, it was worth it. Right. <laughs> it was worth it. It was worth it. <laughs> it was worth it. Oh, my goodness. What about you, Phil? What you think of the game? Well, like you said, Phil Burr is going to take a risk no matter how dumb it is, but they pretty much just proved them wrong. The close defense, number two in the league, they showed up against Green Bay, which they needed to, and they got some breaks there, especially in overtime. Mm-hmm. They just got to keep rocking with it. Phil Burr is going to do what he does, and sometimes they have to take the risk if they want to win a division. So just another classic Phil Burr's gun singing game. I think um, for me, when I was watching the game, they had Aaron Rodgers – on that last drive when the ball was punted deep in their territory, the camera went on his face. Said, "Oh, they're done. They're losing." He looked defeated. And with the with the he had the ball with a minute thirty left to drive the length of the field, and I've never seen this look on his face. I said, "Oh, they're out. He's out of it. It's out of it." And then obviously Scantley or whatever his name is fumbled the ball. Game over. Oh man! But going from there, we're gonna give. We're gonna let. Mr. Statman, Mr. Uh, Logical Emotion, talk about his recap um, for me? the for he said me for the Bucks and Rams. We're gonna we're gonna let you actually we're gonna let you go last. Well, Kenny, we'll start with you. What'd you think of the Bucks and Rams game? Um, I think I was right. Is what I think. I think you're right. I think I think like Neil and I said. Well, I mean, you picked the Rams too, but. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady and the Buccaneers are frauds. They are a fraudulent team. It's time that we all start acknowledging it. And they ran into a good defense, <laughs> and they lost the game. It's just that's what that's what's going to happen. Tom Brady is not the Tom Brady that he used to be. And in night games, he's even worse than the Tom Brady than he used to be. So it's, it's exactly he he missed his bedtime. And it's, it is what it is. I mean, they're just that, we're talking that's about, happen. We're talking about I mean, one of the best competitors of all time. You're talking about bedtime. Well, yeah, he's one of the best, but, but he's old now. Like, we're not, it's not like he's in his prime. I'm not just the guy. Look at his numbers. He's, he's an older guy now. And that's the what numbers it is. don't lie, boys. Yeah, the, the body, numbers don't your body, lie. Your body and, is you know, habit, though. It goes after it, a habit, too. True. It's it's crazy to think that maybe, because the Bucks don't really have, like, a cakewalk down the stretch here. The, the, yeah, the, the Bucks. Done. <laughs> the Bucks might be outside looking in when this is all said and done. I said it was going to be the Saints, but at this point, the Saints they, they got the division locked up. I, the Bucks are a wild card team, but, but are but are they? <laughs> yes, it's Tom Brady. 
Being that there's being that there's three wild card teams that get in, uh, they still have a shot. But I'm telling you, it ain't gonna be as easy as everyone thinks for them. Well, um, going off of that, I feel like we should give the Bucks a little bit more credit though, because after Why? after, after last game, uh, <laughs> you you saw it, the Rams had so many chances to finish off and kill the Bucks right there, but. They just kept going back and forth with defensive fouls. And That's alarming to me for the Rams. Right. Brady came with a last-second touchdown to Godwin with that um, slam dunk. So the Bucks easily could have – I mean, not easily, but they could have came back into this game because the Rams were literally then back in. The Rams' offense was doing nothing after they scored, what, 17 or 20-something for a good half. So that, that kind of worries me about the Rams. But the Bucs could have came back definitely in this game. That's what we're forgetting. Right, they, but, but no – but like you said, though, I don't think that speaks about the Bucs. That speaks about the Rams. The Rams let them in the game, and the Rams kept took their foot off the gas, but on the Rams almost blew a lead. The Bucs didn't dominate them to do it. Like, like the, the Rams gave the Bucs every chance to win that game, and they still lost that game. So I think that it speaks more to the Rams than it does the Bucs. Yeah, I think and another thing for the Bucs, they have right now, they got the Chiefs next week, um, and they get the, the – the long they get the buy that they've been waiting for, and they got Vikings, Falcons, Lions, Falcons. So they have an opportunity to get to probably the probably ten wins. Um, but you know what's crazy when you look at it though, the Vikings and the Falcons like they're not your average under five hundred teams. Like those aren't cakewalk teams that they got to play. Like usually you look at the schedule and say, oh, those are easy ones. The Vikings are still actually playing for a wild card spot, and the Falcons aren't going to. It's a division game. They're, you're mm-hmm. not going to lie down to them. The Falcons twice, right? Yeah, they got Falcons week 15 and week 17. Um, so so my take of the game, um, as I was just watching it, um, was just to see the inability to run the ball. It looks like all they want to do is have Tom Brady drop back and throw 50 passes. Can't you can't run the ball against the Rams. And another thing is, I feel like um Leonard Fournette does not fit in that offense. I don't know if it, it might be just – I'm like – because I pay attention to the running backs because, like, that's just my thing to watch. But he looks – it looks like Rojo is a way better fit to that offense than Leonard is. Leonard is – I don't care where the ball is. How, how many drop passes Patrick, did he have? Not, how many of those drop passes did he have? There's, there's, a, there's a couple – there was a couple that were like, all right, it's a bad it's a bad pass. But there was a lot of them. They hit him in the hands. I know, but – Lawrence, Lawrence, Lawrence. He's got to catch him, Lawrence. obviously. He's got to catch him. Lawrence, I'm, but I'm, I'm on, bro. I'm on him though. Like I'm saying, I'm saying he had the opportunity to catch a lot of them, and there was there was very few that were like trash to where they're trash passes. But there was a lot of them where he could have caught them. Now that right there is autumn is first downs instead of three three and outs. Like Phil said, they had a chance to win this game, um, and it kind of shows that it kind of shows that they can't. They're not starting off how they did in the first couple weeks. And having Tom Brady throw 50 passes is not going to get them anywhere. I don't know why they haven't started running the ball more. Yeah. Um, they run the ball five times against the Saints. Then they come in this game, and how, I don't know how many times they ran the ball. I didn't really see them. I kept seeing drop back, A-B, drop back, A-B, drop back, A-B. So, um, and another thing for me is watching the Rams. Um, another game where they're, they have, they're struggling to close the game out. It's beautiful for me. I love it. 
I love watching it because I just want the consistency. That's it. That's all I ask for when when the time comes to not be able to close the game out. I love it. So um, I think I think it was a great game to watch. Rams defense is hot. They're rolling. They're gonna we're gonna see if they can stay healthy because obviously all that booming and banging not sustainable. Not sustainable. Shout out to AD man. He's a beast. That's the only Wait, thing. Before, I, before, only thing before I, Neil only, gets, that's the only thing I gotta say about the good thing about I gotta say about the Rams is shout out. What to did AD. he do? He didn't do shit. I respect him. He's your best player. Shout out to him. Fuck before Neil gets going, I suggest everybody take your little bathroom break, get your beverage, get some food because yeah, we're gonna be yeah, here for a while. So no, we're not gonna we're not gonna be here for a while. You gonna you <laughs> so, gonna say you gonna say your piece? You gonna say your piece? Because it wasn't that impressive. Because if it. Because if it was, if it was super, it wasn't impressive. impressive. It wasn't impressive. You guys, it wasn't impressive. Like Phil, like Phil said, you guys should have blew them out. Everybody saw that. Well, yeah, yeah. This is not impressive. It wasn't impressive to watch Jared Goff outduel Tom Brady with 18 yards rushing in that game. The Rams had 18 yards rushing against the number third he defense in the league. It he wasn't outdueled him. Yes, I mean saying that like it's Patrick Mahomes. It's it's still Tom Brady. I don't care. We're talking about what is he now? This is not 2004. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait. Didn't, didn't Lawrence just say, don't disrespect one of the all-time greatest competitors? Hey, no, I, no, 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 like no, 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 no. I said, I said about the bedtime shit. Like, I don't believe in that shit, bro. Like, so we're talking about, like, like, we're not just talking, talking about, about outdoing <laughs> Tom Brady. We're talking about outdoing a Madden franchise offense. Like, we're talking about outdoing <laughs> Cameron Bray, saying, Rob Gronkowski, Mike Evans. Madden. This is real life. I, but what I'm saying is, on paper, that those guys like that's that's an offense that should be scoring, and that is you, you can't sit here today with a straight face and say that the performance that the Rams just put on Monday Night Football for everybody to see was not impressive. The defense yeah, was impressive. No, the defense, it, yeah, yes, the defense it was, was impressive. Good. But we said the most important thing is your inability to close the game out and step on their necks. Also, the rushing yards shouldn't matter because the Bucks' defense is built, is built to stop the run. They're not built to stop. Exactly. The what do you like? Come on, bro. You know better than that. Eighteen yards rushing is still. It, it, you you have to expect to get something with three running backs. You have three very good running backs. The Rams are top 10, top five in rushing yards per game this year. You have yeah. to expect something, not 18 yards, not Jared Goff right. throwing 52 times. That is not how the Rams win games. You're right. But again, I'm going to say about the Bucs, as we talk about the, you said about their weapons again. Again, this is we're talking again about the Bucs' weapons, but they didn't show up. So are they really weapons? They've yeah, that's what we're talking three, like, like, like. They've only shown up in three games this year. The Packers the Raiders, and the Panthers. Have they shown up any other time? I haven't heard from them. No, let me ask you this. You're talking about their weapons, Madden, franchise, offense, right? And what what other team in NFL history had a team like this and just straight dominated? It's not sustainable. The, the only thing I could think, the only thing I could we think can, we can, we, Ross, listen, we're talking about, listen, if, if, Miko Harmon leaves Kansas City. Everybody in the league is gonna want him. Like, listen, you got Tyreek. Listen, we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about the Chiefs. Their their team is a Madden franchise built, homegrown. Because you watch them. If those receivers behind Tyreek Hill and Kelsey leave, everybody in the league is gonna want them. But but you but you say that. But then again, look at the game against the Panthers. 
Look at the game against the Panthers. The, the Bucks went off. Right, but but that's they did they did they've done it three times. Panthers. What are we, ta- Panthers, what are we talking about? Eleven, right? You got eleven games. And the uh, the Raiders. They've done it three times. That's it. Right, right. It, and they played eleven games. But the pot- the potential to go off is there. It's there. And there's just something like I don't know what like Lauren said. Is it for is Fournette? Is it Fournette who's throwing a wrench in the offense? Is what is it, bro? It's the first year you have. Listen, you have all of these. Listen, no matter what they say, they want an AB to be there. I guarantee one of them said we. I don't want him here because that's going to take away from me eating. Bruce, Bruce Arian said he don't want him there. They only brought him there because Tom Brady wanted him there. Exactly, that's true. So, like, you got to think about that. Like, he's getting to the ball. You watch how many times he targeted him on the same route. That's the best friend and he right wasn't there. going nowhere. Yeah, he did. I mean, I think his picks, he threw two picks, or what, two picks that game? I were they both? Did. I think they were both towards AB. Oh, no, one was for Cameron Brait. That's right. Yeah. One was Brait. in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. And well, the other, No, the other one was a Godwin. The other one was a Godwin. Okay. So, Godwin over the middle of the post. So, let me, let me just say a couple of things. It's time for if for anybody who hasn't yet, it's time to sit down and talk about the Los Angeles Rams. In the NFC right now, there's two teams that can win the Super Bowl in the NFC right now. It's the New Orleans Saints and it's the Los Angeles Rams. Everybody else are contenders or pretenders. That's it. it right now, that's the two teams. <laughs> it's time to actually sit and talk about the Rams. The national media does not give Los Angeles Rams any credit ever. When you turn on the TV after a Rams win, it's let's talk about let's talk but about wait, the Buccaneers. We don't give them the credit. You're talking about this year in general because I'm pretty sure they crowned Sean McVay the second coming. No, 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 no this year. year. I'm talking about okay. this year right now. All right, this all year right, right now, right? Sure. Like, let's, like for example, for example, we we beat the Bucks. Okay, we beat the Bucks. Not I watched. I watched first take. I watched undisputed. I watched the only person. The only person that gave any love to the Rams was. Colin Cowherd. Everybody else talks about the Buccaneers decline. It never, it's never about the Rams. Rich Eisen got on a show and he said, national media, it's time to wake up. It's time to wake up and look at what you have. You have one of the most consistent team teams over the past four years making a run. They're hot right now and they don't have to travel again the rest of the year. It's very, very possible that they don't lose a game the rest of the year. And they got first seed in the NFC going in home field advantage, first round by all that good stuff. It's time, boys and girls, national media, anybody listening. If you want to throw a bet down on a team to win the Super Bowl and have good odds to do it, look at the Rams. I got some I, – I, all I'm saying, you talk about not an impressive win, say what you will. That game, I don't care what anybody says, showed a lot you're not, for me. Listen, you're not listening to us, though. We're not no, – no, I hear what it you're was, saying. The defense I hear what you're was saying. impressive. I hear what you're alarming, saying. Alarming is you guys obviously have 18 rushing yards – it's obviously a good Russian uh, Russian defense is like top 10 or something. They're top 10 on offense and defense. They're like number nine on offense, number six on defense, something crazy like that. Yeah, I mean, sure, the Rams should have blown, blown them out yes, by the a closing. mile. I'm say, got- I would say the same thing about any of our teams that are playing and they're playing primetime, and they that happened to them. Oh, the Saints didn't close the game. They won. It, so, what was the ending score again? Uh, we got one by three points. Like you see, what I'm saying like there was way more opportunity. 100, 100. It should have been a blowout. It should have been a blowout. No, 100. percent I agree. That, that's what that's what separates you. That's what I'm saying. Right. That's what and separates that's why you. We can't. That's why I can't call it impressive. Yeah. Because they should have beaten them by more. And 
they got lucky. They got that win. They did because the they, they left the door wide open for the Bucks, and the Bucks just couldn't answer. So I also I also want to say this: laugh, smile, smirk, do whatever. But the referees did not give the Rams a call, a single call that night. Every single person and their mother that watched that game, that is a fumble by Tom Brady in the end zone. That Welcome is to playing Tom Brady. Exactly. <laughs> so that, that that's another way when you look same, at that. It was the same, like the thing, game, it was the same thing in, with Phillip Rivers in the Colts and uh, Packers in the same exact play. He had his arm the same exact way. They call it it's consistent. It's and the same consistent. And the no, ball, it's listen, not consistent. It's, because Jared, holding, Jared Goff they, earlier this year, Jared Goff earlier this year got sacked. The same exact movement, and they called it a fumble. And his arm was, was moving the, forward. Was the ball dislodged before it was coming forward? Yes, it was. That you took too long. So but, the ball so was, was Tom Brady. No, it was not. Listen, if he listen, no matter if the guy is hitting his arm, he can have his arm like this. He can have his arm like this. If he still has possession of the ball, as, as long as the ball's on his fingertips, forward. the ball can't see. the ball is falling out of his hand. Right, the but see, it's not as I get what you're saying, but as long as Neil, I agree with you. I feel yes. it, but that's a rule problem. It's yes. not a, it's not a call problem. It's the, as long as the ball is on their that's fingertips, the, the refs are allowed to call. That's it. what they're saying. So the ball has to be visibly dislodged from their hand. That is the rule. And, and I think it's nonsense too because everyone watching knows it's a fumble. Yes. Yeah. But, but just like does we all know it was a catch. But by the rule, it's by not. Exactly. The, the rule is dumb. The call is right. Just another, just to say another thing about the referees. Aaron Donald has now gone two games without a sack, a tackle, or a, hold, or a holding call. Triple team. A single holding call. How, Triple team. How is it possible? How is it possible that the best defensive player in the NFL is not getting held? They're what they're doing because is they're, they don't. It's hack They don't look for it. No, it's, right, but they, they, they don't look because there's holding on every play in every NFL game. Yeah, there's just 100%. if the ref is going right. to see it or not. So, right. so, so they're, they're, not taking, they're just taking their chances right now against Aaron Donald and holding him every single play, and the refs aren't calling it. Aaron Pretty Donald much. needs to get Aaron Donald needs to get some respect, some goat respect. Like he needs to get some LeBron James calls, some Tom Brady calls because it's it's starting to get ridiculous now. How do you go two games? Last game, Cooper Cup and Jared Goff had more tackles than Aaron Aaron Donald did. Think about that. <laughs> Well, I would say this. I, I ran it. Um, you, you you ever watch um you ever watch Baldy? Yeah, I watch the breakdown. Yeah, so every week. so he yeah he does a breakdown, and that man was getting chipped by tight ends. Getting Everybody, pushed. he was getting pushed to the guard, back yep. to the tackle. He, then the running back is hitting him. And triple team so, four times more than anybody in the NFL. I'm doing the same thing. Crazy. You have you to. would be you, you would to. be no, irresponsible as a coach right. if and yet you do not do second that. in the league in sacks. So, Which is nuts. so just uh, I just want to say, uh, Kenny, Kenny, we we kind of I kind of shied away from Kenny last weekend when he said that Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley is the best wide receiver tandem in the NFL. Oh, they are. Okay. All right. Say they are. Okay. All right. So <laughs> we'll get we'll get we, that, that's for another okay. that's for another episode here. We're not because they to, are Cooper Cup Julio, and Robert Julio's Woods best, have something the, to say against that. Well, listen, Julio listen, Jones listen. is the best wide receiver in the NFL. Well, yeah, he's one hundred percent the best wide receiver in the NFL. And Calvin Ridley, and Ridley is top ten. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We're, that's that's listen. This that's gonna be for another conversation. But so, anyways, let me let me just sign off saying this: the Rams are the first seed in the NFC West. They're hot. They don't gotta travel again. And they play the Jets. You got two other great teams in your division. I'm not worried about the Seahawks. And I'm not worried about the Cardinals. Okay. 
Not even for a single second do I go to bed at night thinking about what 10, the Seahawks are going to do for us. 10-17, the night not before Thanksgiving. For one single noted. second do I think about what Kyler Murray is going to do to my defense. Mm-hmm. I don't think about it because I know I got Jalen Ramsey. And I know so you, I got Aaron Donald. So they're they're gonna be they're gonna be number one in the NFC West and they're gonna be number one in the NFC. 100 percent 100 percent both. 100 percent I can't wait to clip it. Because clip it and clip what I said it a couple a couple episodes ago when I told you the Rams weren't gonna lose another game after the bye week. That's all that's the fine and dandy. I can't no wait for way. you guys to lose to the 49ers. If we lose to the you know 49ers, what? I can't wait for you to lose to the Jets. Oh my god. Oh, that would be crazy because you that know. Would- Listen, all right, so going from there, man, we have we got some some best friend love here. We got the Saints and Falcons recap. They fucked me over. They played last weekend? I don't remember watching <laughs> that game, Kenny. Me neither. I don't think it was on. I think he, he must have been watching the reruns. Yeah, he was watching oh, yeah. a couple years ago. You know, you know, I I had I had a I had a flag tournament to play in. So I didn't get the opportunity. So you can't you watch talk. the game. Yeah, so you can't talk. Huh? That's it. Next, 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 next topic. I had, I had an obligation, though. Fake next fan. topic. I had an next. obligation. I had an obligation. But anyway, um, I kind of, I kind of knew that I, I kind of, I quote, I can quote myself because I was right. I said at least ten points at one five fifteen. So I, I was definitely right, but. I already knew the fucking Falcons had no chance to win this game. <laughs> I already knew that. I gave a generous ten. Kenny, what was your what was your prediction? What was your prediction? Well, I pre- well I mean, let's see. I, I said proje- I, I said Jameis Winston was going to throw multiple interceptions. So wait a minute. Three. Oh, J- right. Jameis didn't play, so that changes everything. No. Uh, my no, prediction no, was based no. off of Jameis playing. Right. Neil, Neil, go back, go back and look, go back and listen to the section. You you can listen to the segment that you clipped. The whole time I talked about how bad we we're going to beat Jameis. Right or wrong? Everyone. Right. Right. I said Jameis is going to be so bad, right. he's not going to start another game so, this year. So that, so, make, so that makes a difference because the quarterback is different. You chose the Falcons. Yes. 100%. The, the Falcons are, game planned all week for Jameis Winston. Hold on. And then so, you, on so, Friday, so, they tell no. us Taysom Hill's playing. So, so, hold on. so you're saying if, if Taysom Hill was the quarterback declared when we our last episode, you would have said the Saints are going to win. First of all, no, I wouldn't say the Saints are going to win, but the Falcons. So what does game, it matter? Be, because the Falcons game planned all week for Jameis Winston. That's and how it Friday, goes. That's great coaching. That, exactly, but that's my point, Lawrence. Is that the Falcons were game planning for Jameis Winston, and then on Friday they said, "No, Taysom Hill's playing." That changes yeah, no, everything. No one, no one, has, no one, no one has ever seen the Saints' offense run with Taysom Hill. Have you ever seen them run offense with Taysom Hill? Did you know what to expect? Only a couple plays. Uh, I've seen it. Have, have you seen it for a whole game? Not in a regular season game. In a preseason. So have you seen, have you seen it for a whole game? In a whole game? game. Yes. For a whole, whole entire game. Yes. Yes. Whole yes. Game. Yes. Last year. Yes. Show, show me. Show me the tape. Him. I show watched the tape. Him. I watched him. him and Teddy because Bridgewater. Because I guarantee you didn't play the whole. Oh, and Teddy Bridgewater. So we've never seen Taysom Hill Bro, play he a played, whole game at quarterback. He played like three quarters in like week. I think it was the third preseason game last year. But that's preseason. That's what I'm saying. But that's listen. Regardless of what him saying that, he still said he didn't think they were going to win. So what does bringing up Jameis Winston or Taysom Hill as the quarterback matter? If you so, I would say I would just say this. I would just say this because Kenny, Kenny, you're picking the Falcons no matter what. Exactly. So what does that matter about the quarterback? I think. I think honestly, like Kenny and I picked our pick. We I said it was going to be a blowout for the Falcons because 
I thought, no, to why? be honest with you, I what thought t- that Jameis Winston yeah, was going to be the quarterback, yeah. and I said I guaranteed three interceptions by Jameis. Exactly. If Taysom Hill, if Taysom Hill was declared the starter, I still would have picked the Falcons, but I wouldn't have been as strong on it as I was because we've never seen Taysom Hill play as an NFL quarterback for a whole game. Yeah, but so you um, don't know what to expect. Going off that, did anyone from the Saints or um, Sean Payne actually like report it? It, it was no. Uh, it was leaked no, no one reported anything. He never right, said what their starting quarterback was going to yeah, be. So that's not, yeah, so that, he never, that, he, yeah, he never relevant. said it. it they never, right, this, just after Breeze like, went down, yeah. we just after assumed. Breeze went down, Winston, yeah, because Jameis went in after Breeze went down, yeah. and Jameis Winston's been listed as number two on the depth chart all year. Because everybody yeah. was blowing up my phone, oh, Taysom Hill, and everybody's running to go get him in fantasy. Then I look, and it doesn't say, it doesn't say anything about Sean Payton declaring anybody. Yeah, right? No never, speculation the entire time. Well, it's because what happened was he he um was run, taking first team snaps of practice all week, yeah. and that's what leaked on Friday. So, me personally, I felt regardless of who was quarterback, they were going to win the game because the Falcons are not better than the Saints. That was my that's plain true. plain and simple. I mean, duh, it matter one who team was. is three and seven. One team is seven and two. <laughs> <laughs> Now it's, now it's this. Now it's a 14 by a big 14. That was you asked me. Right. And who did I say the quarterback was going to be? I was betting on a pick six for sure. No. Why? James what do you Wilson? mean why? why? Okay. So, so let's say, so, so let's say or for example, let's say Matt Ryan goes down and the Falcons have a dual threat quarterback as a third guy in our run. Okay. So let's say Matt Ryan goes down before we play you guys next time. Okay. And all week you guys are thinking, oh, Matt Schaub's going to be the quarterback. Matt Schaub's going to be the quarterback. Matt Schaub's going to be the quarterback. Then on Friday, Colin Kaepernick's going to be the quarterback for the Falcons this weekend. That don't make a fucking difference. It depends who reports it. I'm Saints going by 10, man. <laughs> what do you mean it depends who reports it, Phil? Did or did not take some help play, play the game? <laughs> okay, so then what? So it doesn't matter if my daughter reported it. It, w- it was true, so I, I don't get what you're saying. No, well, I'm, the Saints never reported it, so, I'm going, I'm going, so I'm what are you saying? Up. Why Jameis? Why everyone thought Jameis was going to start because of all the reports that didn't come from the Saints officially. That's what I'm trying to say. Or well, I, everyone thought Jameis was going to start because Jameis he's has been. Oh yeah, he was. A, he's the backup. He's listed as number two on the depth chart, and he's come in every game that drew one down. So it's not like yeah. it was. We were all making something up and pulled it out of thin air. So I mean, we're kind of getting just to, down those rumors as well. Just to just just to get in between here, man. I mean, we're kind of we're kind of getting away from the subject here. Yeah, the Saints. The Saints came in and did what they had to do, man. They came right. in and they is the vision of it was a rival matchup. They came in regardless who was that quarterback. They did what they had to do. That defense is legit now, and they're starting to show up. Which I was kind of iffy on them in the beginning of the year. Lawrence, you remember me saying the Giants? I thought the Giants had a better defense than the Saints at the time. <laughs> the Saints defense is starting to show up now. <laughs> I, I honestly, if, it's always been the PI. It's always been the DBs with the deep passes. That's if, it. If They've been COVID, doing this. If COVID wasn't a thing, let's say let's say 2020 restarts and COVID wasn't a thing, and fans are allowed in Saints undefeated. The Saints are not losing undefeated. a game undefeated, and I really think they're gonna. I really think they win the Super Bowl handily. Undefeated. So they're gonna I still be think they would have, but they lost in Vegas week two. So that I don't get how fans makes a difference there. They would have lost two games this year. <laughs> two games. So, uh, so you think the Saints are going to be number two seed then, right? What'd you say? Saints are going to be number two seed. Yeah, for sure. No, it's <laughs> not a chance, bro. Like, it's for not sure, a number two seed. Yo, listen, I. Right, one thing get, I know. One, I know one thing. In two weeks, they're going to lose. <laughs> for sure, number two seed. 
So yeah. let me. All right. So let, can we make a wager on this, Phil? What's the wager? I don't do push-ups. No, we're not gonna do push-ups. We do some. I don't know. Like we gotta figure something out. It doesn't have to be money. It doesn't have to be push-ups. I'll, I'll figure something out. A jersey, right. jersey swap. He said, "Nah, no, no jersey swap. Um, that's more. That's money." <laughs> <laughs> what else are we gonna do? I can't I see that. Aaron Donald. I don't want that shit. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll buy you one. <laughs> oh, man, listen. That head swap. Why you taste Hill one? Nah, they don't have. Yeah, they don't have them. They got the the three Drew Brees, uh, MT, and AK. That's the only ones they got right now. Um, yeah, we could do that. That's a deal. Yeah, Whoever's I mean, number one seed. And Falcons, if, if neither of us, if if one of us don't get it, then nothing. Nothing. Just, I mean, just to just to throw one more thing in there, mm-hmm. Kenny. I'm sorry, but what the fuck, Matt Ryan? I'm glad. I'm glad you said I'm that. Not no, I'm not told you. I'm, I played no, him in one league. I don't know why I. No, did. but I'm. I'm glad you said that, Neil, because you're you're gonna blame Matt Ryan for every time he snapped the ball. The D line was in his face. Did you watch the game at all by chance? Yeah, I did. And but then listen, he throws and then, picks though. Okay, wait. No, did you see the one interception was with time expiring before the half, throwing a hail mary, trying to score a touchdown. That one you can't really count that one. Yeah. What the fuck, Matt Ryan? And then the other one was on a fourth down play <laughs> at the end of the game. It's either throw the ball into coverage or throw the ball away and give the ball to so hey, hey, fantasy points. Mill, Mill, you know what's crazy though? He said something about the the D line, right? We get Sheldon Rankins back. He's been gone for about four or five weeks. So the dude's gonna tear his fucking Achilles again, anyways. Wow, that is crazy. He's he's literally Achilles from Greek mythology. His fucking Achilles is just gonna rip as soon as he touches the field. That is so disrespectful. I will, I just praise you, your D tackle. Like that's that's how we're doing it. Your D tackle. He didn't he didn't wish it upon him. I he did, just, I just said, said that's what's what gonna happen. Did. That's oh, crazy. You, oh, you say you're praising Aaron Donald. Oh. Yeah, I said, oh, I'll give you a compliment. I'll never praise son. a motherfucker from the Saints. <laughs> yeah. Never. To be honest, to be honest it's, kind of, it's kind of a whole it's a whole thing now, too, when the Saints and Rams play. It's oh, it's going to – I thing. can't – Oh, th- listen, thing. if that NFC Championship rematch co- – Oh, man. Let me tell you. <laughs> Saints, Phil, Phil, Saints Phil, my it's just team. Crazy. It's just crazy because neither <laughs> one of them going to be in that game. <laughs> I don't want to hear fucking shit. Yeah, I don't want to hear you down there. All right, I don't want to hear shit out of you. Listen, you listen, listen, listen. Phil and I can't hear you from all the way down here at the bottom of the stage. So you guys <laughs> you, talk you, over you, there you and like let us talk over, over here. We're just right. here trying to work oh, trying to observe and throw a comment in at least. It, right, exactly. We're, me and Phil are just here trying to see which one of us is going to get Trevor Lawrence or Josh uh, or Justin Fields. Okay, so. Yeah, so you let you let us sit here at the bottom, and you guys worry about what's going on up at the top. So uh, is Julio is Julio out again? He's questionable. Oh, Julio, uh, who knows? That that <sighs> hamstring is tough. The problem is he never fully recovered from it all, earlier in the season. Yeah, but it seems like it's every year he that hamstring. No, because he this is he has only missed significant time once in his career. Was it for the turf toe? Yeah, yeah, that's the only toe, time right? it's ever been significant. That turf toe ain't no joke, man. No joke, man. No joke. That shit was. <laughs> that shit will have you. Can't walk. You played through that. You played through that shit though. I played my whole college career with that. But um, <laughs> all right. Um, I wanna I wanna take the time to wish everybody uh, happy and safe. Um, happy Thanksgiving and things like that. Hope everybody's safe. Eat a lot of food. 
be the rolling around the house. Have some Jim Beam or Jack Daniels for the kid, you know. I'm a whiskey guy. So, whiskey, good drink. Stop playing with me. That's a fact. Now, you know what you got to try, Lawrence? Just screwball peanut, peanut butter. The screwball peanut butter whiskey? Woo, that thing tastes like a Reese's peanut butter cup. Listen. What is that? You know, is it, is it like is it like heavy? No. Very light, very smooth. Very Any, anything anything that's like fireball, like that texture, like it's almost like syrup? I'm good. No, 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 this is very good. This is All very right. good. I'll check it out. I'll check it out. Um, so what y'all? So what y'all looking forward to towards uh, for food wise for the holidays? Stuffing. What's our starter? Potatoes. Stuffing. Anything but turkey. Anything but turkey. Get it out Listen, of here. Listen, me and mashed potatoes have this ridiculous love affair. It's like it's not even normal. It's bad. It's bad. Yes. It's like bad. literally, like, the whole plate is mashed potatoes, <laughs> and then I go back and get everything else after. So you know what you know what else potato. is good though them sweet potatoes with the marshmallows on top too that melted mm. marshmallows on the <clears throat> never had that me neither damn, never had it. damn Phil what the fuck what you know <laughs> I come my grandmother from South Carolina you know oh, and, the collard greens and this year cornbread mac and cheese <laughs> since since you know we gotta change things up this year we're doing it from my my parents' house my mom is making her homemade baked mac and cheese this year oh so, you know, mac and Mac and cheese oh, is so good. Good eat. Mac and cheese God right there. So oh man. When you see me on the pod next week and I can't fit in the Zoom square, I apologize. Gotta be happy <laughs> Stay away from the tryptophan. That's the turkey. Stay away from that. You don't want that. There's no but there's no night game this year, so it's okay. We can go to sleep. Oh, early. that's right. You can sleep early. Wake up yeah. early for Black Friday. Get them Black Friday deals. We'll probably be asleep by halftime on both games. So if anybody need monitors, go to BJ's, man. Ninety dollars. If you haven't, got, if you haven't got a PS5 yet, every GameStop is supposed to have at least two in stock. So you better be at there, like be, you better be there before dinner starts on Thursday. I'm, yep. You know, you know, what I'm about to do for the PS5. I'm about to bring. I'm about to go around with uh, two sets of boxing gloves. First person in line, I'm throwing them the gloves. That's if you want this PS5, you gotta beat me. You gotta fight me for it. <laughs> but um, yeah, like uh, looking forward towards what's uh what's heading for the channel here. Um, I'm getting ready to go uh in in a couple weeks with uh my my other boys, the co-founders of the channel itself. Um, and we're we're gonna put some ideas together, like I mentioned two episodes ago. He said sub. <laughs> sub, yeah, smash that like, sub, comment, sub. Do all that. Do all that. share, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Um, we're gonna, we might do, we might do SoundCloud. We, it costs no money to like and subscribe and share. Just do it for the boys. And listen, and listen. I appreciate everybody that's watching. And I see the, I see the little, the, I see the unfollows. They're mad that we got this going, but you know what? We're gonna keep it going because we're gonna keep getting them mad. Because <laughs> there's a lot of people that's watching, but don't share the shit. But it's fine, though. We love you. We love you. We see you viewing. They may not show the viewers, but we know you're watching. Shout out Nickel Bella. Yeah, shout out Nickel Bella. Um, yeah, he's he's been on the last couple uh things commented. Shout out my boy Owen Moffat, watches every every episode. Shout out we my little cousin them. Joey. Every week he says, When's the podcast going up? Hey, okay. Uh, shout out to y'all, man. We like we need those type of people because it's gonna like there's gonna be so much that comes from this. Um, me and Neil gotta we got some ideas um that we gotta work Big on ones. life. Um, but there's gonna be so much coming that just it's a, it's gonna be the perfect time because COVID is is not unfortunately it's coming back, 
But fortunately for us, it's going to be a great time to get more content out there. So for sure, uh, man, we're here to provide what anybody, whatever anybody wants to hear, man, nice. let us know, DM us, message us, comment, whatever it is. Let us know what you want to hear. We're, we're, you got four dudes here that are averse in every aspect of entertainment and sporting goods and everything. So just let us know what you want to hear, man. We, we'll, we'll love to put a video together for you guys, depending on what it is. So Maybe ask her, maybe? What'd you say? Maybe like an ask a thing, like football questions or just yeah, back. Yeah. So when another thing is we're gonna we're gonna work on that live too, um, where we go we can go live right from the the Facebook page. Yep. Right here, we're gonna work on that. Um, but once again, we appreciate everybody for tuning in. Uh, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend, and then tell that friend to tell another friend about this. Um, because it's it's gonna be we're gonna keep steamrolling. Um, and like I said, I appreciate Neil, Phil, and Kenny um, for the consistency in doing this every week. I know we, we may not always be up to it, but we, we make sure that we, we find a way. I'm always up for it. <laughs> Put a good good product together. Um, so that's another episode of Inspired by True Event Sports Podcast. Have a blessed holiday.